All right, welcome back everyone to NYU Grad's daily podcast on stocks and finance. It is Tuesday, January 9th, after market close, and we have a few things to talk about today. Um, let me uh, not further delay and jump right into the breath numbers. So for uh, Tuesday, January 9th, we had 200 new highs and 178 new lows. If you follow the podcast and Substack, you'll notice that this is in line with the last few sessions. It's been predominantly a little bit uh, overweight on the new highs versus new lows, but it hasn't been uh, too lopsided, so to speak. We had 28% advancing versus 67% of shares declining. Uh, that's two days in a row now where the declining was 65 to 70 percent of shares. And we have 23 percent of shares below its 50-day moving average and 34 percent below the 200-day moving average. Uh, the complexion of the day was uh, not panicky, but uh, it felt a little... Uh, light and uh, that was evident in the um, the volume of the spy index um, I think around like noon uh, during the lunch break I was checking on the volume of SPY and it was like at 28 million shares traded uh, we closed the day um, for spy having traded a total of 65 million 790 shares so a little bit of recovery into the close but the average volume is 81 million so definitely below average it sound it just felt like everyone is waiting on bated breath for the cpi numbers that come out on thursday and potentially this uh, spot bitcoin etf approval that everyone is expecting this week, hopefully for them, because uh, I don't really trade uh, crypto, um, everyone is expecting this to be uh, approved on Wednesday of this week. And uh, kind of funny to me, uh, probably not funny to folks who trade crypto, uh, after the uh, US uh, session closed, um, Right around 4:42 p.m., the SEC has tweet, had made a tweet, and I'll share a screenshot of this. Um, I'm going to read it verbatim. "Quote: The SEC Gov X account was compromised, and an unauthorized post was posted. The SEC has not approved the listing and trading of spot Bitcoin exchange-traded products." Uh, that was at 4.42 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I just think it's just so ironic um, that the SEC, the governing body that's supposed to go after fraud, was victim of a fraud, uh, tweeting that uh, the, the Wall Street cabal that's about to take over crypto um, away from uh, the, uh, how would you say, democratization of currency back into the walls of Wall Street 
and the government. Um, so it's just the whole thing is just very ironic to me, right? Like the SEC, the folks that people that trade and invest in Bitcoin partially want to get away from is dictating the future of the Bitcoin ETF. Um, very ironic. But uh, one of the reasons why um, I really don't trade crypto, well, there's a few, and I'm going to go on a tangent here. Uh, hopefully, I won't go too long. Uh, so without going into too much detail, when I went to Stern NYU in the uh, mid-90s, I interned at Goldman, and I also interned at Merrill Lynch. Um, Merrill Lynch, if you've never heard of it, um, they were a brokerage firm. Um, wow, I'm getting old, huh? Um, there are people that are in this world that don't know what Merrill Lynch is. Um, and I just saw a lot of scrupulous activity. And one of the things that I knew early on was Wall Street is a sales machine. Um, and when my mentor Bill Karras says all stocks are sold, that is basically what that means, right? Like whether you bought Apple, the stock, or Bitcoin, or Ethereum, it was, unless you're Satoshi, you, you didn't invent that idea in your head. I'm going to invent, you know, Bitcoin and, and and move forward like either you read about it or you heard about it through a, a friend you saw articles about it um, you saw the price go up and eventually you sold yourself on it but other factors sold you on that right so if you look at the macro of Wall Street the whole thing is set up to sell it's to sell 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 pitch 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 the Bloomberg terminal uh, the news flow, the CNBC, all of it, uh, you know, the guy named Kramer. It's just all a 24-7 pitch machine. And when I see folks in media, uh, and I'll be specific, like Michael Saylor or Kathy Wood, on stage last year at the Bitcoin conference saying, you know, they're, they're closing their big keynote and, you know, Michael Saylor stands up and says, I'm going to leave you with one thing. You never sell your Bitcoin. And everyone's clapping. And then Kathy Woods goes on. Uh, CNBC is saying by 2030, we should see a million per coin. You know, like when I start hearing these things, I, I've been through this already. I've been through this whole snake oil sales pitch and it's one thing like if in the beginnings of bitcoin when it was fringe when it was uh you know i should say under the radar um sure i think that, that had a better chance than now because what's going to happen is once this uh, etf is approved the spot bitcoin etfs one or a few are approved, um, you're going to see options. You're going to see inverse Bitcoin ETFs, 1x, 2x, 3x uh, spot Bitcoin 
inverse 1x, 2x, 3x, and then you're going to see a tremendous news flow on this. Just crypto, Bitcoin, all, all the time. Because they're going to make a shitload of money on it. Um, that's the only reason Wall Street and the SEC is getting involved in this to prove it. Uh, and that's the truth. Uh, so I will post this uh, keynote um, from last year. You could watch the whole thing or just the last few minutes uh, where Michael Saylor makes this edict that you never sell your Bitcoin, but under his breath, you can almost hear it through his soul. You never sell Bitcoin until I sell first. Um, so yeah. I think we're going to hear about Bitcoin 24-7 very soon. Um, so what else stuck out? So I've, I've uh, highlighted uh, extreme networks in the past. This was on the way up. Uh, and then I also noted when things were starting to get uh, red alert uh, breaking down. But it broke down hard uh, today. It's down 8% uh, on news of lower Q2 revenue guidance. Um, another thing that stuck out to me was the volume up down, uh, which is breadth, of the NYSC. Um, although we opened low, very hard low on the markets and we fought back all day, breadth and this volume of NYSC was down or down pressure all day. And at the end of the day, it just kind of tanked, meaning that a lot of sellers came in into the close. I'll, I'll post screenshots of all of this. So that tells me that that bounce today on Tuesday could potentially be a big fake out. And it wouldn't surprise me if tomorrow uh, we open down big um, with all this hoopla about uh spot bitcoin etf obviously if the spot bitcoin etf gets approved somehow miraculously tonight uh before the market open on wednesday then you know it's going to be all um chaos and animal spirits will come back into the markets and i think uh it, you'll see a pop in bitcoin a pop in risk assets a pop in coinbase arc all of it uh 10-year treasury yields is at a critical juncture it has bounced off of falling to uh, 3.78%, and now it is above, it's very sticky, above 4% right now, and the fate of risk assets lies in the balance. Whether we are going to hold the support here at 4 and start rallying uh, to like 43 to 4.5%, or is this bounce in the 10-year done and we are going to go south to below 3.7%. What was strong today? Uh, so keep in mind, Kurosushi was up big, then down big, and now they're up today 6.5%. Uranium was up 4.8%. DoorDash was up 4.2%. TZA, which is the um, short or bearish ETF of um, the Russell, was up 3.13% today. Shopify was up 2.97. DRV, which is a bearish housing ETF, up 2.75. Uh, 
there were several Tesla shorts that were um, ETFs that were up to two and a half percent. Uber was up two percent. Uh, oil was up. UCO via oil via UCO was up two point one percent. DraftKings was up two percent. Uh, what was weak? I mentioned extreme networks already, but Coinbase was down 4.9. Uh, the UVXY, which is the uh, volatility uh, bullish uh, ETF, was down 3.5%. Um, you had Las Vegas Sands down 3.5%. Crocs down 3.2%, but Crocs was up like 20% yesterday, so maybe just taking a breather. Firm Holdings was down 3%. Red Rock Casinos down 2.8%. VinFast Autos down 2.8%. So you get a sense. Like Tesla was down 2.4%. And Roku was down 2.44%. And looking at this week list, a few of these are in ARR, ARKK or ARK Innovation Funds. You have Coinbase down 4.9%. You have... Uh, Tesla down 2.47 and Roku down 2.44. So I'm watching ARC very closely, as you know, if you're following me on Substack Notes. Um, I think ARC uh, is yet to be seen if it's going to backtest and fly higher or backtest and fail. I'm starting to put positions, uh, I'm putting my trade down and betting one way or another. Um, what to watch? You have very important CPI numbers on Thursday, then the PPI numbers on Friday. Keep watching Magnificent 7, keep watching yields, um, and this Bitcoin ETF uh, fiasco. Um, everyone, everyone is expecting approval this week. Uh, with that, I will see you all after the Wednesday session. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.